With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. EKXNL. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. They are Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 1460 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 1460 KXNO, just past 10 o'clock. We take you up until noon here on a Tuesday. It's a peek behind the curtain day in Iowa City. One of my favorite days of the fall, quite honestly, (laughs) as the Big Ten cameras and uh, talking heads have made their way on the uh, Big Ten tour to Iowa City. They are tweeting as we speak, getting some looks and some quotes, uh, something we, well, don't have the opportunity to do so. So we'll take what we get, and today we're getting the Big Ten network uh, peeking behind the curtain for us, and tonight we'll watch what they put together, I believe it's airing tonight is it not on the big yes. Ten network yep that's what i saw when the uh august the 20th so sure i'm not sure of the time but uh we'll certainly find that out uh coming up on the program we're going to talk some nfl in the first hour with jeff hughes to bears blog.com the bears are the favorite uh to win the nfc north we will take a look at the chicago bears and um in the in the first hour of the program in the second hour of the program brian walton kicks and O's team cardinals that major league team anyways they find themselves in first place as the cubs were off last night the uh, cardinals dispatched the brewers three zip uh, dakota hudson was really good walks too many guys for my liking he but does and he's still a young pitcher kind of led to it last night as he was yeah. pulled after six and two thirds with was 111 pitches i think as he got up to is that what it was i mean it's you have to he's 24 sure you're not going to go out there for a no-hitter no, 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 in no. August. Not with that many pitches. No, no, no. Not worth it there. And mm-hmm. uh, But a good performance yeah, against absolutely. a very good Milwaukee offense, as and we a, know. And a very hungry Milwaukee team, knowing where they sit in the standings and how important uh, these... What did we hear? How many games they've got against each other in the next little while? Didn't play at all since about the end of April. Didn't see each other. And now they're going to make up for it in the next couple of weeks with a couple of series. Uh, so these uh, games going a long way. We'll get into the Twins. I didn't see a lot of it. I focused mostly on Monday Night Football in addition ah. to the Cardinals and the Brewers. Saw a lot of C.J. Beathard last night from Josie Jewel. Boy, I wish he had another half a step. Yeah. If he was just, um, you know, he's not. That's, uh, but he's smart. Uh, we'll see what kind of career he has, Josie Jewel. And I uh, know Fant got hurt last night, got rolled up on. Uh, he didn't return to the game. What else? Uh, George Kittle sat in the press box beside Nick Bosa. Uh, he didn't play. Either one of those guys played last night. Uh, but we got a lot of ground to cover here on a Tuesday getaway day for Trent Condon. Mm-hmm. As uh, tomorrow, all things go according to plan. You will welcome your second child and the birth of your first son. Yes, Cash Is it Condon. Sink- yeah, cash Con. Is it sinking in? No. It's, it's really surreal. This second kid, A, because of the gap. I'm, my daughter is four years and yeah. two months old now, so... Right. Forget a lot of things. I was going through and thumbing through the baby book I had five years ago when I was first reading through it. Man, I forgot about that. Oh, so many things that I just don't remember. The little... It's like riding a bike, Trent. Yeah, it'll you hop back right back you. on, right? It's, it'll come back. It's all old hat, but I'm I'm so excited. I bet I, you I are. really am. I'm just... 
been waiting for this. We've tried for a number of yeah, years yeah. and didn't expect to have four years between our, our two kids. But here we are, and uh, the gray hairs will continue, but it'll be a great, great thing. And bounce them on my knee and teach them about the infield fly rule. Absolutely. And, uh, everything are, in between. Those are some of the special moments. You're going to have a bunch of them. Uh, no doubt about that. So what time do you – it's crazy. I mean, the world has changed so much, yeah. right? You're, yeah. you're, you know, A, it's the, the sex of your child, mm-hmm. and B, what, t- what day and – do you know the time that your son is going to be born, essentially? Essentially, I would say by 8.30. They'll have the little bugger out of there, and, yeah. and away Just we go. Just in time to get back and do the show at 10. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I I'm, I'm not Adam Gase. Yeah. yeah, really. Good yeah. point. Um, if you missed that uh, from, where was that? It was published where last Was it week? The Athletic? It might have been. By the way, glad you brought up The Athletic. They just uh, passed by the 600,000 subscriber mark. They expect on, to be over a million within a the next million. year. How about that? So, and and I think this is a little high, but they said that there's that their base fee per subscriber is about fifty bucks, mm-hmm. meaning you're paying about a lot of people paying four dollars or that three ninety nine, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is probably accurate. You can get some two ninety nines. I somehow got a five ninety nine a month, <laughs> right? Um, and there's people like you out there that yeah, just, just, just sign care, up, right? Yeah, yeah, because it's because it's 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 a, it's a great project, but that's. You know, if indeed we're at six hundred thousand, I have no reason to believe that it's not. I don't know why they publish it and lie. Uh, and fifty bucks—that's thirty million dollars. Yeah, I mean that's got to go. That's thirty million dollars a year. That has to go a long way to, you know, paying salaries. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at—I love Doc. Yeah, uh, he's re- incredibly talented. He's mm-hmm. not making more than. I mean, I don't know. I right, really don't. Right. Is he making eighty-five k, seventy-five k a year? I would I guess think that's probably about the going rate, right? And unless then you you're throw travel in the other parts in there. And Fair point. You got to put that in there. I mean, yep. say all encompassing each one of these media members with their travel and everything else and the other expenses. Say it's 125 per when you go through mm-hmm. that. Now it's a lot of writers, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of overhead. I mean, building the app and the software and the development and all those things that costs money too. But I think this is going to be profitable. I think this is going to be something. That lasts. Right. Well, and if they are right that football is going to bring more subscribers mm-hmm. and they'll bring another 400,000 subscribers between now and the end of the season, that's a million at 50 bucks a head. You know, now that we're getting into some serious money, but you're right about the travel. That's a good point because uh, these guys go on the road mm-hmm. with their respective teams for the most part. As so, they should. Absolutely. If they're, if they're going to compete, uh, that's what you have to do. So it's a great project. Uh, we don't get paid to endorse it. We both pay for our subscriptions. Glad that we do. And uh, I, I, I spend so much time on the athletic there. And um, I'm, I'm getting rid of the newspaper. Uh, which I never thought you I are. would do. Yeah, um, I've, I came to the not on Sunday. I'm still going to get the Sunday paper okay. at the door, but I'm starting to find myself reading more and more online. Mm-hmm. When it first came out online, I, I'm not going to read. I'm not going to click it. I'm going to wait for morning. Yeah, I'm going to wait for the paper. And not anymore. No, because the paper doesn't come every day. Sadly, my we don't yeah. have the greatest delivery system. But look, it um, it's online, and that's the future of it. And uh, anyways, uh, hats off to the athletic, and and hopefully. It works because uh, I love the project and what they have put together there. So um, last night uh, you made your way to Prairie. I saw your tickets earlier. <laughs> you had a uh, a profitable night yes. last night. Now hit a parlay. Twi- you did hit a parlay. Those are always good to hit. Uh, your twins. You know, I almost said yesterday, and this is you know, I should never say this that you, you know I almost said, uh, but I thought that the White Sox, if the Twins were going to give up a game in this series, it was mm-hmm. going to be after the road trip, uh, and they and the uh, the White Sox jumped on Gibson. Well, they put a four spot. I want to say third, second, third, something like that. Yeah, and Abreu crushed. Did you see the home run? I didn't see it live. I saw oh, it today. Yeah, that was. Right. 
And the estimated distance, I think, was 472. I'm like, I, I've seen ones that are estimated the same. He hit that ball so much harder. Right, that's the key. Than, than the ones that are also estimated in that same distance. I, I don't get that. Right. I enjoy looking at exit velocity and launch angle and, and those types of things, but there seems to be no rhyme or reason mm-hmm. to actually distance traveled for home run balls. You know what I'm saying? I just, no, I'm with you. I've never been able to you know wrap my arms around how they figure that right. out. And if one's kind of on its... You know, it's descending and it's, it's gone as far as it will and it's yeah. 470. I think that probably is 470, but the ones you mentioned that are still seem to be, they're, they're not slowing down at all. I, I don't get it. Anyways, it's a, it's a home run. They're circling the bases. We get that. Uh, but the Cubs, um, you know, the Cubs, the Twins now two games up mm-hmm. as they will uh, get back at it, uh, back at it tonight. Uh, Monday night football. I didn't, you know, I was mildly impressed with Flacco. Mm-hmm. Um, I was not, if you're, if you're a Niners fan, Jimmy Garoppolo, I know he hadn't played since he got hurt. This was his first action, but he was awful. I mean, he was atrocious. One of six. Uh, was it one? Of, yeah, he, he completed his last pass. The first four passes that he threw all touched the Denver Bronco. Oh, yeah, all of them. Um, and Bradley Chubb, my God, this kid is about to emerge, and I'm so excited as a Bron- like. I don't think they're going to be worth a damn. I really don't. Yeah. I don't think they're. Um, I think they're at best the third best team and maybe the fourth best team in that division because I think the Raiders are coming. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, but Chubb and Miller off the edges, that's pretty special. And they got some good interior players. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just not I'm not sold on the team that I root for. But you know what? Since I've been rooting for them in the last 22 years, they've got three Super Bowls, and I certainly would have signed for that after some awful Sundays in my life. I, I would certainly <laughs> sign for that myself in, in this chair over here with the Bears. I yeah. could handle... Three Super Bowls over 22 years. Well, I saw that um, I was looking at uh, Jeff Hughes' blog. He was asked that question. I don't know if he does a Q&A, and he was asked if they'll win a Super Bowl in the next three years. He's convinced that they will. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's crazy to think. I, I don't. Um, I think that they're going to be in, in a real tussle at the North. I'm starting yeah. to come around with your with your take on Minnesota a little bit. and Of course, it's all dependent with them on, uh, on the play of Kurt Cousins. By the way, speaking of the Vikings, I read a piece this morning uh, in the from the Minneapolis Star Tribune. I guess 10 years ago this past weekend is when Favre got to the Twin Cities. Oh, really? They, well, let me get the list of guys that they talked to. I'll see if I didn't click out of it. Because it Sage Rosenfels is a big part of the, I mean, he thought he was going to be the starting quarterback. For that team that was for incredibly that talented. Team, yes. That was a Favre interception away from playing for a Super Bowl. Indeed, and this ain't Detroit. What did Pauly say in the but in, in his call, this isn't Detroit. Oh, uh, yes. Do you remember that? He threw back across the middle. Yes. This ain't Detroit, man, or something like that. It was a really, it was a really good call. Uh, Sage Rosenfels, Ryan Longwell, Brad Childress has quoted a bunch in it. Uh, Favre himself is in it, of course, and a bunch of beat writers. It is a long, in-depth look into the how he got there. He's always going to be one of my favorite football players of all time. I I loved watching Brett Favre play football. I really did. I was glad when he came back. Not necessarily with the Jets. That just seemed like, you know, almost like a punishment. Sure. That the Packers were going to banish him, to and they the got Jets. a decent start that year with Far before he got hurt, didn't they? Weren't I they like, don't recall. Did they're they? five and three or something like that. I want to say, and at least had a had a chance of mm-hmm. being a playoff team. He got hurt, wheels fell off, and it's New right. York, and and everything kind of went from there. Yeah, it did. So he gets to he gets to the Twin Cities, and that was great for business. I mean, oh, it was, yeah. we were carrying wee kicks, and I was carrying the uh, uh, the Vikings, and Favre was doing his thing. He's just such a tough 
He's such, he's such a, he was a fun guy to watch yes. play. And I'm not a Packer fan. I'm a Broncos fan. But if you can't respect the way he played the game of football, and I certainly, I didn't like the fact that he gave up the sack to, to break the record other than that. The I mean, stray hand? Yeah, the stray hand. He's just yeah. kind of, you know, curled up in a ball. But it's, <laughs> you know, it's not, um, it was his buddy and he had, he had a lot of respect for him and wanted stray hand to get the record. So, uh, and, and regardless, anyways, he did it. Brett Favre was the guy that I always respected too. I hated seeing him on the other side because, mm-hmm. He tore the heart out of the Bears yeah. many, many times he did. throughout the years. Not just throttlings and winning 41-10, but some fourth-quarter games and comebacks. And you knew that guy was going to make a play. And on the other side, you'd have Peter Tom Willis. Well, I guess Dude. he wasn't played against him. He had just some bad quarterbacks on the other side. There were some. There's been some. Henry Burris. Yeah. For the uh, well, he was a star up north. Yes, but, he was. Uh, it's a different, a different ball of wax when he got down here. So you were at Prairie last night, yeah. obviously uh, firing away. Is your app now? You're an Android customer. I am. Yes. This whole app thing, Trent, uh, with what's going on, mm-hmm. like it's legal. I mean, it the, the rules are in place, so it's an app issue. It's not a Prairie issue, right? And I got to be careful because I don't want to come across as being. You know, as bashing anybody, I'm in a tough spot when it comes to sports wage. You know, it's just, I work for a gaming company. Right. Um, now I'm the horse racing guy, so there's a big difference there. You're, you're not in app development. No, I'm not in that, and I'm not, the, you know, I don't, I'm not a line maker or anything like that. But I just, it's it's kind of a bad, awkward spot for me, which is why I sat at one of the interviews last night mm-hmm. or last week, rather, when uh, uh, when we were at Prairie. So, but. You had to go out last night. You did. I saw it on Twitter. I saw somewhere. Maybe it was on our favorite message board, HawkeyeLounge.com. Yep. Uh, that you are now good to go. Is yep. that it? Yep. I made uh, a couple of wagers in person there. I had a little cash in the pocket uh-huh. and fired at a couple of $5 parlays and hit one, so I was happy about that. The good. play... I told our listeners about at the end of the show. Yeah, we both felt that the over and winner. The, now you got we had the you know pins and needles <laughs> ninth did. inning. Um, it did. You were rooting. I, what were you rooting more so for a comeback for your twins or to score that extra run, regardless of the if the twins come back and complete the deal? Well, I, I wanted the completion more than the, than the wager. It was not a real big play by Eddie Beans, but yeah, I, I was happy they pushed across one more right. run and and hit that over number. But so I'm out there, ran into a bunch of people again that mm-hmm. we saw. Out there Thursday. And there's a lot of people going back because you sign up that initial time and you're waiting. I never received the email saying your account is active. That's why I went out there and asked them, hey, I still hadn't got the email. I signed up on Thursday. They gave me an 800 number to call. There were Mm -hmm. three people walking around the sportsbook area that were just helping people either sign up for the first time or people like me that have had some questions, things like that. So there's plenty of people out there that'll help you, not just the ticket takers, but people milling around called the 800 number, they gave me my account number, which I hadn't received that email yet, and my password, got that set up, went up to the counter, loaded in my money, and I was able to wager. And you never have to go back, correct, or do you? Well, right now it is not set up where you can just, from your couch, put in your debit card information and reload it. That is legal to do. That that portion of the app has been passed by the Racing and Gaming Commission. But William Hill is still working towards that. At least for Prairie Meadows. Gotcha. So it's not a prairie issue. It's, it's certainly not a, a regulatory issue. Because I've seen, Trent, that there are people in going to, I've seen Twitter, that there are people all around the state that make that one trip. And mm-hmm. you, we're, I'm now good to go. I never have to go back if I don't want to. And they also have set up right now, before we get to the part where you can put in your debit card information and add it mm-hmm. that way, you can go to your local CVS or Family Dollar and actually add it at these places. It's called Cash a Pay Near Me is the account. You just okay. go in there, same thing, 
hand the person cash, yeah, and they will load it to your account and it'll go in there. So if you're like me and you live on the west side of town, and you want don't want to drive a half hour to Altoona, right? But there's a CVS right up the street from me. I just go to the CVS and I can do and, it there. And go to where to? Like not the not the checkout cashier. I wouldn't think. Do you know where you go? Then? I. I don't know that part of it, but I, I would guess it's, it has all the information here. I mean, the, the per- people in line with the, you know, the toilet paper and the aspirin <laughs> right. and stuff, that's... and they're sitting behind a guy that's funding his sports account. It's got to be a different. No, you just go to the cashier. It Do says right really? here. So there's a barcode. You can kind of see it there. Yeah. There's a barcode. Well, you're talking to me and not the audience. Yes, yes. <laughs> you can see it, Ken, yes. but yes, the people obviously listening cannot. So these are the steps. Tell the cashier you want to make a payment. Show the barcode. Then tell the cashier how much you want to pay, at least $20, up to $500. Mm-hmm. The cashier will scan the barcode. You'll give the cash payment to the cashier. Mm-hmm. You'll get a receipt. Very easy. And it's, CBS. And it's instantly funded. And so let me, let me ask you a question, Trent. So go back to when we first started talking about this, when it, it looked as though that sports was going to pass in January. Mm-hmm. And you and I had heard, and we said as much on these airwaves, that Come and Go and Casey's yeah. were looking to be part of this. Was this maybe what they were thinking of doing? Were they were they going to be the CVS and what was the other one? Dollar Tree, uh, Family Dollar. Family Dollar. Yep. Was that the role that I they were maybe going to so. play? I think they were looking more like the lottery, where it would be a con- where you can make a bet actually right. at Casey's, but at you, but not single game, right? Gotcha. That's I believe what they were okay. kind of looking for and hoping for mm-hmm. that they'd be able to get there. So what is foot C- in the door. so what's CVS getting out of this? A little piece of William Hill? Do they probably gotta guess? Are, yeah, there's yeah. some transaction fee, sure. something like that, that they get a cut of that. And and you don't pay? No, no. So it, so William Hill in this case would yes. pay, and whatever yeah, percentage that is, and and maybe they'll get some more foot traffic. I mean, place like that, you stop yeah. at CVS, and yeah, really. All of a sudden, well, Kleenex is on for eighty nine oh, cents. There you go, and I'm gonna <laughs> grab a soda on my way out, and yeah. you no, know, they they charge it. $2 for a soda, and they made money, and you're good to go. So so let me ask you this, because um, I, I don't have an account, a, a wagering account. I do have a horse wagering mm-hmm. account. When I fund my betting account for the horses online, there's a $5 fee for using my debit card. Mm-hmm. So I've deposited 100 It cost me 105 Gotcha. Is that going to be the case? I haven't heard anything officially yet, and that very well could be... Casino by casino, mm-hmm. app versus app, it, that could kind of fall into that realm. Um, I know offshore, some are that way, others are not, where whatever you put in, you get. Oh, others really? do have that part of it. So kind of different with everyone. Uh-huh. I, I think that is going to be a wait-and-see scenario. But, folks, we're going to get there. We're right. going to get to that point. This is step by step by step. We're not even a week into this. No people are freaking. You want you know, to just and be able that to surprises bet. the hell of me. I don't get the angst that some people are having. You know, because as I said yesterday on on that message board, I only responded once because I wasn't going to get it back and forth. I have that opportunity to, to do this, yeah, and yeah. I've got uh, three, six. I've got eighteen segments to kill before you get back to work on Monday. So I probably will do <laughs> kill one of them uh, by talking about. The, but just the oh my god, this is so inconvenient. I mean, you got to drive to Altoona once, right? It, right? You got to go to the DMV every five years. Yes. You have to go fund your account once. And then you're good. And then you're good for the rest of your lives. It's not difficult. It's it just not. is not nearly as tough as these people make it out it's to be. It's just incredible. Get your ass off the couch and get in the car. Altoona's how far from the furthest point in Polk County? 25 minutes? Probably. 20? Yeah. I mean, if you, the if you go in reaches. rush hour, it's 25. But if you go during the day or at night? From Adele? To get there, maybe 35 minutes. Okay. Maybe. 
But again, that's worst case scenario. Once in your life, how much would you would you have cut off your left one to make a sports bet in the last? You know, whatever. Yes. Now we can do it legally uh, by getting drive. in the car and driving to Altoona once. People are losing their minds. It's amazing to me. Everybody wanted it, but they wanted it exactly the way that they Set wanted it. Set up for me, would right. you please? Unbelievable. It's just, I, I don't get it. I just don't understand. Um, anyways, they're, they're open. Was it going to be seamless from day one? I don't think anybody thought that that was going to be the case. No. But by the time football season gets here, a week from Saturday for college and two weeks from Thursday for the NFL, maybe they are at a point where um, that they're able to do what they thought they were going to be able to do. So last night, just milling around, and I, I don't know, killed a half hour as I made a couple of bets and got my account set up. Was and- the racing last night, by the way? I don't even know. I didn't even look <laughs> over there. That, that, because yeah. for me, that... Just doesn't even register. No, no, you don't even walk to that side no. of the building, do you? Look out the big glass window. But I was just completely I in my element. Were, I think they were racing, actually. I saw some people making their way back there, so yeah. there must have been. Yeah. But it just people were talking about. Oh, I, I wanted it to be nicer. I wanted it to have a lounge. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to have couches. That's that's not sports betting. That's not. Well, it is in Vegas. It's, you're right, right, but that's not what I care about. I care about talking to people. I, right. Talking. There wasn't a line when I went up and made one of my bets. So I was talking to the ticket guy and. We were talking about the Astros game as it was up to minus 430. Wow, was it? And they just they stuck they by, did, right? Yeah. yeah. We were talking about that. He had mentioned Friday night when Tampa lost. They were a huge favorite Friday night. Some guy had 40 different bets, mm. and like 38 of them had them tied in in some way wow. or another. I got clubbed because mm-hmm. of that. Just I, I love that part of it. So, I don't know. For the people that are complaining about it and not happy about it, it just, I don't know what they want. Maybe it's because mm. I am a true degenerate, and I just... All I really care about is the gambling portion and, and getting that ticket and just seeing the first time these things print out, right. just like you get in Vegas. It was such it was a rush for me. Right. And I guess I do probably look at things differently. I don't need a couch. Give me a chair. Yeah. Give me a pen. I picked up all the newest updated re- rate sheets with all the futures odds, and I was going through that. In fact, in the car, I, I have uh, division odds for the NHL for you. I forgot to bring those up, but I'll, I'll get them to you, and I know you're going to be fired. The Jets... I think they were twelve to one to win the central, something like that. Eight to one to win the central. I'm like, eh. yeah, that's worth the stab. I mean, Colorado's the... really good. The defending champs yes. are there, and the Blues, um, the Blues, of course. The um, Wild were twenty five. The one. Wild have no chance. No chance. It's going to be a long year for the Minnesota. But I, I figured you get a kick out of that. That's me. That's right. all I need. Am I alone in this? Am I, I... No, Trent. Look at I'm as you know. I'm going to Vegas next week. Mm-hmm. I'll be you know from Tuesday through Friday. I'll be and I'm in Vegas Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night. I know where I'll be. I'll be drinking beer and watching people and watching sports. Yes. It's just, I just absolutely love it. I, I really do. And now we can do it in our state. Uh, we'll take a time out. We're going to talk to Jeff Hughes on the Bears. NFC North favorite, Chicago Bears. Are they still, they're still favored. They right? are, yes. And uh, over under where, because they came out, weren't they like 9, 9, and 9 essentially? Or yes. 9 and a half, 9 and 9? That's what William Hill has all three of them at 9. Now it's, They're still all three at 9. Yes. The juice is going to be different on right. each of those teams. I haven't seen the updated juice numbers, mm-hmm. but Packers, Vikings, Bears, over under every single one of them at 9. Fire blindly over on all three and think that at least two of the three are going to hit. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I look at if if Vegas, Vegas, if Altoona is right, <laughs> I think we'll still call, refer to it. As Probably, Vegas. but if if the uh, if the bookmakers are right, that's going to be a hell of a divisional race yes. all year long. Uh, sign me up for that. And I like what the Lions are doing. 
Do you? I, I do. I, I haven't spent it. And, and I, I could see them being 7-9. Yeah. to nine. Okay. 7-9. to nine. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Packers 7-9 to nine in... Yeah, Vikings I'm with you 12. on the Packers. I'm with you on the Packers. Of the three that you know that are all nine, I would. You just said you'd bet all over on all three. I would bet over on the the Bears and the Vikes, but I might yeah. uh, you know go under on the Packers. We'll see. We'll talk to Jeff Hughes next to BearsBlog.com uh, at eleven o'clock, or when we come back in the eleven o'clock hour. Brian Walton from the CardinalNation.com. Boy, Hudson was good last night. Unbelievable. Him and Flaherty made these two be the future at the top of this rotation. We'll get into that, and then Zuba Mahente from ESPN will join us. It's Miller and Condon, 27 minutes after the hour at 10 o'clock on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. 24-hour sports anywhere in the world on iHeartRadio. This is 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back as we continue on here in the 10 o'clock hour coming up at 11. We will take a look at KXNO's MLB team. Those are the first place St. Louis Cardinals. And then our buddy Zubin Mahente from ESPN will take us up until noon. As promised, we're going to talk some NFL Central with the team that's favored to win the division. They are the Chicago Bears. He is Jeff Hughes from the Bears blog. Uh, Jeff Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Doing well, guys. Can't believe that the summer is almost over and football season is here, but... We just have to take that in stride. And I will any day of the week. <laughs> I wish the summer away, uh, and we're almost at that point. Well, we are, what, approaching the third preseason game. Uh, were you surprised by, let's start with the fact that uh, uh, the Coach Nagy just sitting as many guys as he did for week number two. I think maybe we're going to see more and more of this. Uh, but your thoughts on, on what Nagy did, and is he maybe out front of something? Is he going to be a guy that, uh, well, the Bears started doing that back in 2019? I think the Bears, I think Sean McVay started this a little bit in earnest last year. I think Nagy saw that and said, I'm going to go and run with it as well. I don't think you will see any starters in any preseason games by next year, maybe the year after that. What's happened to this league is that injuries have become so prevalent, and an injury can derail an entire season. Why would you risk a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, anybody of value, why would you risk them in a practice game? You're better off going in a little rusty to a regular season, get as many wins as you can in September. How you're playing in September, we all know, has no relevance to how you're playing in January. So I I think this is going to be the move. Get to September as healthy as you can, and then develop your team as the season goes on. Uh, And I don't think we're going to have much of a preseason in a few years but right now, I think this is the trend that will take over the league very quickly. So so expand on that, if you will, Jeff, because I hope you're right. I really do. Do you see that as an expansion of the regular season or perhaps an expansion of the playoffs, adding another you know, wild card? Um, which, which way do you think they'll go? Because the owners are going to have to get something to give up a preseason game or two. Well, I, don't, I, I mean, my answer to it would be very simple. I would cut down to two preseason games. I would add a week to the regular season, but I wouldn't add a game. I, I would just simply add an 18th week and give everybody a second buy. And I think that would at least uh, increase some revenue. They could make up the one preseason game. Remember, every organization gets two home preseason games. And the second of those two, by and large, has no attendance. Where they make their money is in very lucrative local TV contracts, preseason TV contracts, are separate from regular season. 
So when the, when the Bears cut a deal for their preseason games, they don't want to lose that revenue. Now, I wrote today on the Bears blog an idea for how to do this with the preseason, and that is make these games free of charge. Stop telling people that these are important developmental games. They're not. Make them free of charge. Make concessions half price. Make merchandise half price. And you'll watch. You have a preseason game where fans can get in for free, where they can get things for cheaper than in the regular season, and you will see 50,000 people at these games. There will be an atmosphere of celebration for the coming season if the fans don't feel like they're being ripped off. And right now, more than ever, if they know they're going to show up at a game, have to pay 60 bucks to park, have to pay $100 to get into the building, and see Tyler Bray play quarterback, they're just not going to do that anymore. People don't have that kind of expendable income. So the NFL is going to have to make a decision. And By the way, I just want to say one thing about the owners. You're making enough money. The the Charlotte franchise, the Carolina Panthers, just sold for billions upon billions of dollars. Every team in this league is well over the billion mark. You don't need the couple of bucks you're making from one additional preseason game. I'd love to see this league for once be proactive and do the right thing. But we all know who follow this league, that very rarely happens. You know, we talk so much about Mitchell Trubisky, his importance to this Bears team, Jeff. And as you look at it, obviously his development is going to be key if this team's going to be successful again. But I want to get your thoughts on the wide receiver group. Allen Robinson, his first year coming off the injury, had a solid season. You would expect to step up. Of those young receivers, though, the, the Anthony Millers, the Javon Wims, Riley Ridley, the rookie, of those guys, who do you like? Who do you think is going to make a big impact for 2019? Well, I think, I think Miller is the one they're expecting the big impact from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Allen Robinson and Taylor Gabriel are still going to be one and sort of 1A, 2. And then Miller is going to be that security blanket third wide receiver. And he was a guy that Trubisky looked to a lot last year in the red zone. Now, Miller's problem last year, like a lot of rookie receivers, is he just could only take on so much. And they expect, now he's dealing with some nagging injuries now. They expect him back for week one. I expect him back as well. He is the guy they expect to take the big jump from year one to year two. Listen, they like Wims, and they like Ridley, and I think these guys are going to be part of the mix. And one of the reasons they're going to be part of the mix is they're not getting a lot right now out of the tight end position. It has been a disappointment. Burton has been disappointing. Shaheen can't stay on the field. So they're going to need production out of a fourth and a fifth wide receiver. And the guy, and you mentioned him there, Wims, to me, looks the part of a big physical guy who can win jump balls and be a red zone threat, and I'd be surprised if they don't use him that way. Hmm. So other than kicker, is the tight end your your biggest concern about this team, and if not, what is? It, it absolutely is the tight end. Um, beyond that, I'd say, listen, this is, this is a roster that just doesn't have a lot of flaws. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'd be a little concerned if a running back gets through the, the front seven, because I don't think Eddie Jackson or HaHa Clinton Dix are all that eager to make tackles down in the open field. But right now at tight end is a complete question mark to me, because I still don't quite understand what happened with Trey Burton at the end of last year for that Eagles playoff game. It's never really been explained to us. Uh, he was sort of on and off last year when it comes to production. There's no reason to expect someone like Shaheen can stay healthy for 16 games, so get what you can out of him. Uh, I do, if, you, if you're expecting this team to get elite-level tight end play in 2019, it's not going to happen. But they can get middle-of-the-road tight end play and still be a very productive offense. Um, 
But, yeah, that, that would be my biggest area of concern outside of, of course, kicker, which is a nightmare. Let's get into it. Of course, uh, a big part of this, the cut of fry, it is now Eddie Pinero. Many people believe, though, that the starting kicker is still not on the roster, but there was a kicker out there, a backup punt kicker, punter with the Ravens, and Corey Vedvik. He's now with the Vikings. Have the Bears mishandled this in your in your opinion? A hundred percent. I've said it since literally the, the kick hit the double doink. I walked <laughs> out of Soldier Field. Uh, Cody Parkey apparently walked to his agent's office and booked the Today Show. And I thought, <laughs> I thought in that moment, the number one target for this franchise right now, before the next morning, should have been who are we bringing in to salute? You do not risk a, a now proven roster, supremely talented, up and down, the 53. You do not risk that roster with a guy who has never kicked an NFL field goal, especially when, especially when they have been both Fry and Pinero and everyone else they brought in were inconsistent from the minute they brought them in until today. Pinero hasn't won anything. I know I'm writing a piece about this going into Saturday night's game. If Pinero goes one for four on Saturday night in the preseason in the third game against the Colts, are they going to keep him around? Is he hasn't won this job? The other guys he was competing with are now trying to get jobs at Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, these aren't these weren't great kickers he was competing against. Um, they should have gone out and found a veteran. They should have had a veteran in here all along. I don't think they ever, in earnest, pursued Robbie Gold in the way they could have, and it would have been worth giving up money and resources to get him, because I am telling everybody this, and everyone thinks I'm, I'm, I'm a little chicken little about this, but if they get down that field on that opening Thursday night and their young kicker misses a field goal to beat mm. the Packers, it will be all anybody is talking about for the next 10 days. They cannot risk this roster on a guy who they don't know if he can make a field goal in a big spot. And right now, it just seems like they're going to do that. Uh, that's a good point, and, and you're, you're 100% right. That will be the talking point, no doubt about it. Or maybe David Montgomery's uh, stellar play on the field would be. Is he maybe exceeding expectations? Look, they moved up to get him. They knew that they this kid had a chance, obviously. The knock against him is he's not the quickest guy out there. But, look, we watched him uh, his entire career at Iowa State play behind a subpar offensive line year after year after year, and, and the numbers he put up were just stellar. How good can he be, and is he better than they thought? I think he's going to be the offensive rookie of the year. I think he is going to have an absolutely massive season. I was told by someone about three weeks after the draft, I texted a friend of mine in the organization, and I always just asked, give me something I don't know right now. And the text I got back was, Montgomery's going to be a star. They loved him from the second he walked in the building. His teammates loved him from the second they walked in the building. They played him in that first preseason game, I think just to get him acclimated to preparing for an NFL game and going out and playing an NFL game. And they realized very quickly in that game, he's not playing anymore this preseason. Right. Uh, that's how good he was in that game. And he was running a lot of, that, a lot of those carries behind second and third string offensive linemen. But people can't bring him down. And the knock on Jordan Howard inside that organization last year was, one, there were some work ethic complaints, which are now resurfacing a bit in Philadelphia. But the other thing was the Bears believed Jordan Howard left yards on the field. They believed when the hole was there, he'd get four when he should have got nine. And you're never going to have that complaint about Montgomery. It's going to take two and three guys to bring him down. They think he's going to wear out defenses. And when those defenses get get tired late in games, 
try tackling Tariq Cohen going around the edge. It is, it is an offense with a lot of toys. It is an offense with a lot of fun components. But the horse and the bulldozer is going to be Montgomery. And I'd be shocked if eight weeks into the season we're not looking at a 20-carry-a-game back who's got the offense on his shoulders. You can get right now David Montgomery at 20 to 1 to win Rookie of the Year. I got him at slightly higher trend. There you go. When I was down in Atlantic City uh, (laughs) this summer, I got him at 35 to 1. And I don't doubt those odds after, I think after opening night, those odds are going to come down even more. He, He is. I think he's special, and I rarely get excited about rookies. I always assume they're going to hit a wall. I always assume it'll take them a year to get acclimated. But everything I've seen and everything I've heard, man, there's there's a lot to get excited about with David Montgomery. Uh, last thing, uh, Jeff Hughes, TheBearsBlog.com is our guest. Jeff, uh, just the NFC North so far, what you've seen. Vikings were on national TV on, uh, on Sunday night. Uh, Green Bay, I'm not sure what to expect out of them. The Lions are the Lions, and they fly under the radar, certainly in the state of Iowa, because of the other three teams that really moved the needle here. Your take uh, this far in the preseason on the competition in the North? Well, I like what I'm hearing out of Green Bay. It sounds like Aaron Rodgers and, and Matt LaFleur are having some issues. Um, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is not the easiest guy to get along with. This is not, this is not news. Uh, former receivers he's played with have said it. Coaches he's coached uh, that have coached him have said it. That is Aaron Rodgers' team. And I continue to repeat, I don't understand taking the best quarterback in the league and then installing a new offense into him as opposed to just letting him cherry-pick an offensive coordinator and let him max out for three years and get what you can get out of his career. His numbers are declining. He's not the same player he was five years ago. He's, he's injured almost every year. And I think their defense will be better, but I think they're going to have offensive struggles. And I, I don't love Green Bay. I think Minnesota will go as far as the quarterback takes. Yep. And I've never been a huge fan. Uh, I was certainly in some action I watched last year, wildly unimpressed. But if Kirk Cousins can somehow figure this thing out and make the plays in the big spots when he needs to, I don't see why Minnesota's not a playoff team this year. I think there will be two out of the division. I think Minnesota and Chicago will go right down to the wire for the division title, and I expect both to, to be you know a handful in the playoffs. We will talk to you the uh, first week of September, certainly in advance of the Thursday night lid lifter for the NFL season. Jeff Hughes to Bears blog. Jeff, as always, thank you for your contribution. Great to talk to you. Thanks, guys. See you. Good to talk to you. Jeff Hughes to Bears blog. Uh, they play uh, two weeks from Thursday night. Yes. The goes up on the season. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? Okay. Come back, and you and I will take it to the top of the hour, opining on the North. Boys High in Montgomery, do you have odds, Envy? 35 to 1? That's a great number. Boy, I'll say. Boy, if they would have got that legalized you know, job done a little earlier, could have jumped on that, but hey. Beggars can't be good choosers, right? No, we have sports wagering yes, here we in our do. state. We'll come back. We'll finish up the hour. Miller and Condon again. Brian Walton on the Cardinals. They are in first place as they begin uh, their second game against the Brewers tonight. The Cubs, meanwhile, will send Hamels to the mound against the Giants. And then Zuba Mahente wraps things up. It's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. Hugs. Keep up with KXNO on Twitter and Facebook. Go to KXNO.com to learn more. From 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back. Eight minutes before the hour 11. Miller and Condon take you until noon. 
Noon on Des Moines Sports Station 1460 KXNO. Brian Walton, thecardinalnation.com, will begin the 11 o'clock hour. Zubin Mahente from ESPN. He uh, had Sports Center last night. He took over mm-hmm. right after MNF. Well, Monday Night Football came to an end. You know what I was thinking about as, uh, as I was watching the game? And I, I, uh, the, the Vikings on Sunday and last night with the Broncos, um, I was in till the very end. And I know a lot of people watch the starters. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, you're watching guys that have no chance to make this league. No. That you might see in the XFL or may have seen in the, what was that thing? The American Alliance of Football? Yes. The A A F. So why wouldn't, why couldn't I watch those games when I'm into the second half of preseason? You know what it comes down to? It's the uniforms. The helmets? It's the helmets. Yeah. It's the building. It's the stadiums that they play in. We're used to these teams. But we're not used to the others. And there's a big splash going on about the XFL yesterday. I mean, Trent has no chance. It doesn't. Vince McMahon's money or not, it is not going to succeed. There is not an appetite for it. It no. doesn't have the block. And that's, you know, kind of a surprising element of the summer as I was thinking back. And we got into for a couple of days the Iowa United basketball team. Uh, yes. During the basketball tournament. Right. And the big three, and I flipped that on from time to thr- time. You more well, so in that, but I yeah. was into the Iowa United story. I wish it would have been a longer story. I didn't anticipate when these both those kind of the tournament and the big three mm-hmm. started that they'd be around this long. Yeah. I, I thought it'd be a one, maybe a two-and-done mm-hmm. type of thing. It's difficult to do. But basketball, especially the three-and-three because three, it's just different. Right. And the tournament... It's a winner-take-all event yeah. for $2 million. It just, and it's guys that you watched yes. before, right? And, and that's what you have to do. Yeah, Building it with just washed-up mm-hmm. NFL players, mm-hmm. guys that never... It, it, it's a difficult sell, and I don't think it's going to work. I'm with you. I don't think so either. You can invest all the money that you want. It's not going to be a winning mm-hmm. proposition. And in the end, these are all businessmen. No doubt. They want to make money. And if it's not, yep. they're going to pull the plug. No doubt about it. That's why the energy tried to get one of the, you know, they want a Hawkeye. They yeah. want a Cyclone. And they've got one coming, and we're not allowed to say it, but that's not official yet, right? I mean, it's not I'm, official okay, yet. Yes, so I've been looking. Let's let them keep their, uh, yes. make, them, make their announcement. We did have a story last week that we can now not talk yeah, about, too. Yeah, the DraftKings story. Yes. Right? Uh, thanks for reminding me. DraftKings is going to be the official sports betting sports betting partner uh, with our friends at the um, and Jefferson at um, in Emmitsburg mm-hmm. and in Clinton. Wild, Wild Rose, Rose Casinos uh, has partnered with DraftKings. So what that does is, well, DraftKings was going to be in the state eventually for fantasy, mm-hmm. but you couldn't bet, you couldn't make a sports wager on the DraftKings app because they didn't have a bricks and mortar casino behind them. Now they now do. Now they do. That's big. That's big for them. It's yeah. it's. I think it's a really good move by Wild Rose. I mm-hmm. think it's. You know they didn't they didn't meet the the launch date, mm-hmm. but I think in the end, um, it's going to turn out to be a good move that they waited for that ink to dry with uh, with DraftKings. That goes before the Racing and Gaming Commission on Thursday, so they'll get approval on Thursday officially. Mm-hmm. You would think, I don't know right? What would hold it up? But uh, yeah, DraftKings is going to be in the state, and you'll be able to bet sports on the app too because they will be Wild Rose's partner in Jefferson, Emmitsburg, and Clinton. Going to be really cool. I'm uh, very interested. I haven't been able to do the daily fantasy. I love fantasy sports. Mm-hmm. I've talked about that. I've been playing it for 30 years. I am big into fantasy. So I will still night, do that. Let, let's let's use Monday night as an example. Yeah, you're at Prairie. Yep. Uh, you, you had uh, you had a podcast that took you to that part of the mm-hmm. of the county, but you're at Prairie last night. Would you have been on a Monday night when there wasn't a ton going on? No. Let's be honest. 
Um, would you have been more likely to put a parlay together as you did and you were successful or play or put together a daily fantasy contest? Probably still a parlay mm-hmm. for me. Well, both. Why not both? That's probably what I would have done. Would you? Yeah. Get in one of those daily tournaments for baseball, put together a team on the light slate, and also put together a parlay. I like to do both, and that's why for me, I'm very excited about what Wild Rose has put together here. Right. I mean, you can have to, do both. Yep. You're going to have to go out and sign up with Wild Rose, mm-hmm. and uh, and once that happens, uh, DraftKings is going to have a, and I believe they'll be the only app that you can click both. here to bet fantasy, click here to bet sports. So good for Wild Rose. Mm-hmm. Again, they uh, didn't meet the uh, the September 15th, or the September, August 15th launch point, but uh, maybe it's worth waiting for. They'll get approval for that uh, on Thursday. All right, just real quick. You know, we both like the, the Vikings. We both mm-hmm. like the Bears. Yep. At the top of that division. What are we missing? Where could we be wrong? Obviously, Aaron Rodgers. That's the easiest way to Is go. Is the defense for Green Bay maybe better than we thought? They're raving about Gary Trent, and yes. he was a kid who's, you know, is one of those risky first round picks from Michigan because he does it takes plays off. That was the knock in college. It's Kenny Clark. There's a reason that they jettisoned Mike Daniels. Yep, because Kenny Clark has made the leap, mm-hmm. and that retooled middle of the defense, the linebacker crew, they are ready to go. And those young defensive backs take that step forward. And uh-huh. as like Joshua Jackson, remember he was a second round pick, right? Was very good last year. Nope, but it all comes together for him. Then it's Aaron Rodgers and. They win those close games, and all of a sudden, boy, hey, the Packers are 11-4. and Did you see who Aaron Rodgers went out of his way to comment on yesterday? I didn't. Raving about the camp that he's had? Oh, was it Alan Lazard? Yes, that's an NFL player, he said. That's what he said. He's got an NFL future. Loves him on special teams. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess he's having a really good camp. I hope he makes it. I do. Yeah. It'd be nice to see Lazard get an opportunity and get an opportunity with one of the teams that uh, we follow closest. All right, the Lions? Lions, Hawkinson, a good middle-of-the-field target mm-hmm. that they haven't had for Stafford. Stafford not only has the great numbers, but the defense. And that's, because of Patricia, that's what I'm intrigued with. Right. I, I Some of the names I don't know a ton about, honestly, is still the lines that we're talking about. Yeah. But that defense is... And you'll is, see him on Thanksgiving, maybe. Yes, right. Well, you'll watch him against your Bears. Yeah. But, you, but you know what I mean? You don't yeah. watch a lot of Lions football if you've got a choice. But Patricia knows how to run a defense, and he puts a defense together, and suddenly they're another team. And you look up, and it's we're getting ready for December Oh, the Lions are seven and five, and you think they can't be? I, I do. Do you? I do. I so like, then, who's going to fall? I mean, if they're I, seven, I think it's and, the Packers. You think it's? I do too, kinda. But man, it's hard to bet against Aaron Rodgers. It, that's very true. Hard to bet against Rogers. injuries. Mm-hmm. That has to be a caveat you talk about with Aaron Rodgers too. Very true. Uh, he certainly had his share of them. All right, we will come back. Brian Walton will talk Cardinal baseball. Cardinals are in first place as they begin. Uh, play here on a Tuesday tonight. You can hear the game right here. And then Zubin Mahente. It's 11 o'clock on Des Moines Sports Station. 1460 KXNO.